The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand cave rescue operation. What is schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? engagement How long before gift? a wedding should I send out How many save games the dates? Are in the first series Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find the Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast and I Hear Everything production. In this podcast, we'll share the news, knowledge, and strategies you need to navigate the ever-changing world of SEO. Ready to expedite your company's organic growth efforts? Sit back, relax, and get ready for your daily dose of search engine optimization wisdom. Here's today's host of the Voices of Search podcast, Tyson Stockton. Hey, what's going on? My name is Tyson Stockton from previsible.io. And in this episode, we're going to be discussing international SEO across different search engines. Joining me again is Alex Zuv, who's the SEO director at Adore SEO, which is a customer-obsessed remote-first SEO agency specializing in the real estate market. Their global team of experts help real estate businesses increase their online visibility, attract more qualified leads, and drive revenue growth through targeting and effective SEO strategies. They know their clients don't have the time to navigate the complexities of SEO, but they understand the importance of outranking their competition and reaching top of the search results with their listings at Adore SEO. They remove the SEO guesswork and free up time for real estate professionals to focus on what matters most, closing deals. Yesterday, Alex and I talked about automation for SEO. If you didn't get a chance to check out that episode, be sure to revisit. And today we're going to be continuing continuing the conversation on international SEO across Google, Yandex, and Baidu. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash AWT. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash a w t all right here's my conversation with alex seo director at adore seo alex welcome back hey tyson thanks for having me again <laughs> yeah and I'm, I'm interested in this conversation today because i've worked on international seo projects i've worked both here in the us as well as in europe but 
pretty much all my international SEO work has still been within the the confines or the focus of Google. And like, sure, throw being in there, but I haven't had as much experience on Yandex or Baidu. Yandex certainly hit the news recently with the source code link. So I mean, that was that was fun. And also, I had a few podcast episodes on the subject matter. I'd also plug those two. If you are interested, check out those episodes with Mike King. Really, I think that's one of our primary sources of kind of a look behind the curtains of a modern search engine. But Alex, I know you've had experience working directly unfocused on those different search engines. So maybe to just kind of set up, you could just share a little bit about your experience and where and in what regard have you worked on SEO within those other search engines besides Google? Yeah, definitely. Sure. So first of all, I just want to say that, well, I've been in SEO for all like more than 12 years probably now. So I started SEO in 2011, if I'm not mistaken, but by doing SEO for my own company. So I opened the company and I was thinking how to get more clients. It was in Russia, like more than 10 years ago. And originally Yandex has a biggest amount of users, like online presence was probably 70 to 80% there that days. Right now, it's more like 50-50. Even sometimes Google go higher and has a bigger presence, but not sure for the last year, you know, about all this situation in the world. Maybe changed, but before it was close to 50-50. So when I started, Yandex was really big in Russia. And the only way for me to get clients for, for my company was uh, search engine optimization because using Yandex Direct which is Google AdSense or Google Ads now, was difficult and expensive, especially for the company that I tried to build. And well, there were no options for me except just trying to learn something about how Google search engine works and what can I do to move my website further. So I built a website from scratch using just pure like HTML and GSS uh, or CSS and, G- and JavaScript. And I try to change based on the requirements that Yandex and Google provided. It didn't help much, so I started learning more and more. And finally, like after, luckily it was a short period of time, you know, like there something like a sandbox that doesn't really matter or didn't really matter those days. So basically in, in five or six months, I already started getting traffic with pretty good traffic and I was getting leads, which is was exciting. And so started learning from all these Russian experts, you know, and uh, SEO was already a big thing. And I think it still is, especially in Russia and Ukraine altogether, we have a really strong SEO specialist. And always when we when we hire people, I always look also not just on the US or Europe, I also look at Ukraine and Russia because, you know, I personally think that those two countries where you can find good SEOs who has a good knowledge, especially in technical part of the work. So I was getting, as I said, I was getting leads for my company and it was doing okay. So I started doing Yandex Direct as well, getting more and more leads for the company using PPC campaigns. And in the end, like I just was so burnout uh, that I was so tired 
because I was doing another job at the same time. So I got an offer to sell my company and finally I did it and moved to China. I got an offer from the company called Alibaba. If you heard about that, it's um, Alibaba is kind of Amazon. Sorry, uh, just to, to jump in there real quick. But before we kind of like move and kind of transition to Baidu and like the China market, from the experience working with Yandex, like did you notice and pick up on significant differences in how Yandex functions as a search engine in comparison to Google as a search engine. And more pointed kind of reasoning for the question is as SEOs, as we're looking at the source code of Yandex, like is from your experience, can you call out any like really significant notable differences between the functionality or kind of like successes across the different search engines of Google and Yandex? For sure, for sure. Uh, so, well, back in 2000, 11 back in 2012 if you ask any SEO how was that and how the search how to optimize for Yandex and for Google everyone will tell you Yandex is more about content and Google is more about links so to get results for Yandex you basically need to work on content mostly try to optimize it try to cover topical authority so how the main process works for Yandex usually. First, you do keyword research. Keyword research can take, I had a few projects back in those days. And so how it usually works is first, you do a keyword research. Keyword research takes around a month because you have to collect all the keywords together, like check maybe five, six, seven different sources and not just Yandex, Google. Also, there are different types of sources of information. You have Russian tool that's called K-Collector. Everyone knows that. So you upload, like it's basically a tool where you can manage your keyword research. So you upload all the keywords. It can be a millions of keywords. You know, a couple of millions of keywords is not, it's not a problem. I had a keyword research that took me two months and it was one million keywords. So the next step will be to clusterize that. So you spent couple of weeks on clusterizing that, dividing into different topics, into different clusters. The main idea is first to collect all the keywords you have on the market for your niche, then create as many clusters as possible, detailed as possible, so you can cover every topic about that specific niche. So you will become an expert for Yandex. I mean, that's what we basically focusing now in Yandex, it was 10 years ago. That was the main focus. And then you have a clusters or cluster with 800, maybe 900 clusters. So basically 900 articles that you, you will need to write as soon as possible. And then you divide them like into separate, like bigger clusters. So basically if you have, I don't know what, let's say an example, if you have a website about tourism, about the traveling in, in Europe, you can have a different clusters about countries. So you have Germany, you have France, you have Spain, and then under each cluster, you have different cities. So it will be subcluster. And then under that, you have a different subclusters about different topics. So basically you creating a mind map with a huge, like a huge mind map with hundreds and hundreds, even thousands of clusters. And every cluster will have I don't know, maybe 
10, 20, 30 keywords. I know a guy who built a website in four months. So they created a uh, keywords research with 12,000 12, 12, articles. Imagine how many keywords is there. Like every article, probably like around 20 keywords. So they collected, they have a huge team who just doing keywords research. And they have another team who is doing clusterization. And then another team is writing specifications. After that, they have a bunch, like maybe 100 writers, like different writers just come into your system and write based on the specifications you wrote. After that, they have a team of experts who will do the fact checking. And if that is legit and it's uh, something that you can push further, then they have a proofreader who will check all the issues on the content. And after that, they have a team of posters who will post all the content on the website. So they did it. They posted 12,000 articles in four months. And like the system is like, I don't know, it's really, it was really great experience. I mean, talking to him, how they did it, it was so interesting. I mean, we don't do 12,000 uh, posts uh, per quarter. I mean, we do probably 300, 400 articles per month, which is a good number. But at the same time, we try to follow the same process that was really working great 10 years ago for Yandex. It still works for Yandex. And now it's more and more important for Google. So based on my experience, it's if you follow that kind of process and if you build the website based on that, just cover one topic first and then you go to another topic and you will cover completely that topic and then the third one. You don't need backlinks. I mean, 10 years ago, five years ago, you didn't need build backlinks to be on top. I had a website uh, that we worked on and we built as I said, maybe around one, uh, three, 500 articles and it's still on top, in top 10. For Yandex first and now for Google because Google put more attention on that part more and more nowadays. So I would say content was so important and if you do a proper analysis, if you cover all the topics and then a little bit of link building in the end can help you to beat competitors. But even without link building, you can expect to be in top 10 probably. I'm not sure about competition because I stopped doing Yandex SEO for a while, maybe a couple of years, didn't have any projects for that. But even three years ago, it wasn't a problem in terms of competition to be top 10, maybe top 20. And then even top 20, okay, you can do link building. And then you, well, depends, of course, depends on the niche. So if you go to casino and um, maybe essay, something like that, it will be difficult. Even real estate, but some something simple, even lower uh, niches were, wasn't, weren't so, so difficult. I know a few people who built websites with a couple thousand pages, a couple thousand articles, and you know, because the cost of the article in, in Russia is much cheaper. So basically you can write so many articles in the normal amount of articles you, you need to read probably around, well, minimum 50 probably per month and ideal, ideally 100. So if you write in a year, you have 500 to 1000 articles, then it was kind of a good number. Right now, if you work in Google, like to write 100 articles, I don't know. It's quite expensive. It's, it takes a lot of time and effort. People mostly prefer to focus on the quality of the article and the optimization of the article, on-page SEO, link, link building. But 
maybe with the chart GPT and Jasper chart, it will be easier and easier. But for Yandex, it was always like that. So that's the main difference for me, I think, between Yandex and Google. Time for a one minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. Interesting. And I think like from that, there's obviously been a lot of conversation. Hey, how much can we learn from Yandex, Google? And it sounds like from your perspective, yep, sure, they are still different, but there are some parallels there. What can you share with the audience on working on... SEO with Baidu, like what kind of nuances exist with the Baidu search engine, maybe that you haven't seen with Google or Yandex? Well, working with Baidu, as I said, when I moved to China, I worked for Alibaba and one of the sources for traffic was Baidu. Well, of course, Baidu wasn't, it was 2014, probably 2015. And those days, Baidu wasn't kind of, wasn't so good on search in English. And like, I'm not speaking about Russian language. Mostly people who search that, I mean, Baidu, mostly Chinese people from people from China use Baidu, right? So those days, SEO for Baidu was a little bit different for foreigners, because most of the foreigners couldn't understand good Chinese including myself. I mean, my Chinese is still basic and it was basic. I just <laughs> knew how to how to order food, how to say hello, etc. Just basic conversations that you probably meet when you pe- meet people on the street. But uh, working on that, I mean, I spoke with a few with experts in Alibaba and they, they always mentioned that Baidu is not so advanced and not so kind of smart that compared to Yandex. I mean, it was, I don't know, seven years ago? So probably now, I'm sure now it's a completely different situation. IT companies, especially in China, they grow so fast because the government helped them and they have a much bigger audience sometimes that Google, for example, doesn't have access. Those days, Google wasn't so popular. I mean, I'm not sure how it's now, but it wasn't popular in, in China. So Baidu was the only one that was getting traffic for, uh, for people using for search. So. The main promotion, the main Baidu SEO was link building. How it, it's not something surprising, but like 
all the experts, they said about the same stuff. Like if you want to work on Baidu, you either do a huge amount, crazy amount of backlinks, like spend a lot of money to be on top, or you will have to pay for Baidu ads. And that's it. And they had those days, they have five results in SERP. Like I think Google had three and still has around that, but Baidu had five. So, and it was all around the ads. You will not miss it. You, you will mostly see ads instead of search results. I'm not sure how is it now. I mean, I don't use it much. I mean, don't use it at all. But those days it was ads mostly and then uh, link building. So pretty sure it's, it is smarter now. And compare Yandex, Baidu and Google. Well, I think the easiest search engine to start doing SEO was definitely, for me, was definitely Yandex because link building is much more difficult to get good links. But it's still, well, nowadays, it is all of them coming close to each other. I think from what we saw in this document from Yandex, we can see that most of the metrics are similar to what we can expect from Google. There are not, uh, there are some factors that we wouldn't expect, but I would say I won't be surprised if there are the same metrics in Yandex. We have super smart people working in Yandex and Google. I'm pretty sure that's more or less, but those requirements, those factors are kind of the same. More or less, but I think the more we go further, the more they will be similar. That's a great call out. And I think to like the underlining message through your experience on this is sure there might be differences in significance and there'll always be some variance within that. But for the most part, the factors and the bodies of work are similar. You might just be skewing your focus a little bit differently depending on the search engine. And with that, that wraps up this episode of the Voice of Search podcast. And thanks again to Alex Uv, SEO Director at Adore SEO for joining us. If you'd like to learn more about Alex, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes, or you can contact him on Twitter, where his handle is at V-I-N-Z-N-S-K or visit his company's website adoreseo.com. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T.